key to open this. There's a mayor's key here. Okay, we're gonna need the mayor's key. We know where the mayor lives, but he wouldn't let us in. Mayor. Oh hey, I'm in oh, the mail. Hey. I'm the mayor of this village. <laughs> Who are you? I'm busy. Please leave. Jeez. Give me your key. Welcome to No One Could Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 7, Episode 5. And a few more of these bananas have ripened. Yeah, it's been a few more days, and a couple of things about this. These were totally green last time we saw them, and mm-hmm. now one is like totally black and the other two They're well totally ripened. yellow. This bunch is still pretty green. Mm-hmm. It was funny, while I was editing together the footage of us trying the bananas before, I was like so wanting another one of those gross Michelle bananas because mm-hmm. we were just loving it so legitimately that I had to go out and buy some Cavendish bananas mm-hmm. from the store. And I noticed a couple of things about them. First of all, they're way hardier. <laughs> And, like, way more robust Mm -hmm. and hard to damage. Okay, okay. Than these. Like, you could just imagine in transit, these are going to wind up getting bonked and just, like, getting ripped up. You know, it's, it's like, these are just... I, I gotta like, feel this banana. I'm not. That one's. It's I'm not now sure. getting really ripe. These Cavendishes. It was like bigger and thicker. It is and, a bigger banana. And it's and a all bigger that. banana. That's for sure. And it spent about like four or five days yellow ripe, mm-hmm. whereas these spent like a day yellow ripe hmm. before moving to brown. So I was like, there's a lengthy period of ripeness, mm-hmm. which is desirable from a consumer perspective. I, I can concede that, I and suppose. I, I just saw how, like, I could see why these are desirable to growers and sellers. I mean, if what you care about is your banana being yellow and not your banana tasting good. Well, it was then... about it being ripe for a longer <laughs> period of time I'm than a minute. Gi- I'm just giving you a hard oh, time. Oh, I know, I know. It occurred to me that we should try a Cavendish on here, because I don't know the last yeah. time you just ate a banana. But I had one the other day, and I was like, they're not bad. I can't, you know, I mean, they're not as good as the Gross Michelle. It, it's a, it wasn't. It I wasn't mean, as, can, it didn't have that tropical level. Uh, you know, we can get a baseline. I can try, we can try a normal It felt banana. like we, if th- we're doing science here, mm-hmm. which is obvious, we got to have a control, right? The thing is, is bananas are so ubiquitous. It's even though I don't like them, it's not as though I haven't eaten banana it in just like felt right years to do. or so. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, this was good. It was very tasty. It smells nice." And this was very ripe. Like it was a little bit. I think it would have been better like a day or two ago. It would have been perfect. I think it's the right ripeness. Yeah, it tastes good. It's easy to peel. That was the it's other easy thing. to peel. It was easy to peel. It was easy to peel. It felt like you. They are more consistent. Pretty good banana. Pretty good banana. Let's try God knows what. These two look the ripest yeah, to me. Yeah, let's take those. Yeah, this is a little harder to peel, whatever this be. Yeah, it just felt like the peel came right off that Cavendish, you know? Yeah. Okay, so... Mm. I like the flavor. Yeah, I was going to say, once the, again, the banana flavor is a little deeper. It has that slime factor to it. Not it, to the extent that mm, banana number two did last time. Whichever one you said tasted like cold boogers. Yeah, but it does kind of have that quality to it, though. Would you pick a Cavendish over this? Because I would, I mean, you'd blend mm. this up and it would taste great. 
in a thing. If I were using it to flavor something, I would go with this over the Cavendish because I think the flavor is much stronger. Yeah, I agree with that. In this banana. I have another bite of my Cavendish. Cavendish the Ravenous, your favorite huh. Timothy. It's a reference for the Cloud Atlas heads in the audience. I think I would take the Cavendish over this. Yeah. That last bite I just had. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. These are seem so hit or miss, whereas like the bunch that I pulled from, like they all looked like... I just got like an ice cream kind of flavor, though. Like banana ice cream. Banana ice cream's good. Hmm. <laughs> Trying the other Cavendish bite again. Oh, man. If you go back to Cavendish, it is so much less flavorful it is like, than that that it's crazy. It tastes like nothing. It is like more just stuff to fill you up but it it feels better in my mouth but it tastes like nothing but i like because i seriously dislike the sliminess but this i think tastes very good yeah you want to try one of the like i don't know if this is the same type or not i think this is a different type but it's also way overripe yeah this is like really soft oh great oh it has like a center <laughs> what's that like it tastes kind of crazy. How so? <laughs> like a strawberry. You did say, like, what if you had a strawberry instead of a banana? What is that flavor? That's not. That's different than banana. It's, like, way sure. more berry-ish. What is this one? Y you know whenever you get candy that's just, like, fruit punch? The mushiness is, like, it's mushier than the Cavendish. But it's, but it's mushy also because it's, it's, like... Cold boogers mushy. No, no, and it's mushy because it's very ripe. But that tastes like Smarties. I don't know. I kind of like that. Unique. That's I, really that interesting. Actually, I thought it was the same as the other brunch, but I that's it was really separate. interesting. That whatever was, that is, it's possible it was another Gros Michel. <laughs> like I don't, I don't it fucking know. It could be. I don't think it is. It tasted different no, it tasted from that. Different. Okay, should we try these red ones? Well, that's the thing. These are we these got are going to partially suck. open. They're, they're gonna not like. There's there's like hard on oh, the. Great. This is all like, like moldy. Let me open the other side. Okay. Oh, wait. It's oh, soft. It is softer. It's soft. Okay. Okay. It's soft. Okay. It's soft. Oh, my God. Whoa. It's really good. Wait. There's more flavors coming in. It certainly doesn't taste like poison anymore. No, it's not poison. It's a banana you could eat. Yeah. That's for starters. Consistency, a little mushy, but not bad. Good banana flavor. I'd say it tastes very similar. Like it has a different flavor, but the strength of the flavor is similar to the Cavendish with more of a, a slimy... Not, but not, it's like the slime isn't very slimy. I could eat this. Yeah, it's a totally. If this was ripe and in a bowl of fruit, I would eat it and be like, pretty good, interesting banana. Like if the Cavendish went away, that would be a totally suitable replacement. Pfft, man, but that's the thing is like, how are they so unripe when they're selling them that literally you keep it for like a month? Well, and then you eat it. This was just a week or two. Yeah, but we had that back in the day when we first tried the red banana. Mm -hmm. I felt like we had some. That, that we one just, we like, had for a really long time. But I've also heard online that you can get just bad red bananas that also never. I don't fucking know. Anyway, that's all. That was pretty good. Yep. The last time we left the banana peels out, by the end of the episode, they were like black. It was pretty funny mm -hmm. how quickly they oxidize. Anyway, what's going on in the game? We just walked out onto the world map. Yeah, this is about Final Fantasy. This isn't a banana podcast. It, it becomes a banana podcast when you mail us bananas. <laughs> Oh, but God. No. <laughs> so what happened last week? We went to Final Fantasy school. We did go to, we did the ice cave. We did the ice cave where we met the waltz, the first waltz. The first the black, black waltz. waltz. We beat him, which is good. 
So yeah, we got out of the ice cavern, which we had to go in to climb to the top of this plateau. Mm -hmm. And up here, the only location to speak of is this little town that has like a big rock spire next to it that Mm -hmm. I guess is like an airship docking point. Mm -hmm. So we're going to start exploring this area. What is this place? This is a really cool place. Yeah. It's like Port Condor. The lake house? It's like a big rock on the edge of a cliff. Yeah, this is like the airship docking bay. It's like a big natural rock spire on the edge of the cliff that they've built stairs into mm-hmm. to kind of spiral around like a lighthouse up to the top. And there's like a little little stone adobe at the bottom. We go in to the little stone adobe. There's a guy stone in here. Stone adobe. In adobe adobe. Stone adobe. That doesn't even... That's not how it works. The adobe is the stuff... I, I I don't know about this. I, I don't actually know what adobe is. You know, it's made out of clay. And what is an abode compared... An abode? An abode <laughs> made out of adobe? adobe. I, I don't know. Anyway, Morris is in here. <laughs> yeah, he's the air... He's the coffee man. Watcher, coffee enthusiast. Morid, Morid. Ah, my coffee smells delicious. Ah, my <laughs> coffee smells delicious. This guy wants to enjoy his coffee he just brewed, but I got one thing on my mind, and it's cards. Put up or shut up, old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm not very good at it. Perfect. <laughs> so you challenge Morid, not Morris... To a game of cards. Let's play. Um, I assume that the one is a better than a zero. Dude, I don't know. Take that one. Take that one. One is probably better than zero. This is so annoying that some of them are good and some of them are terrible based on random arrows. Yep. You're gonna build your arrow. Is there a way to throw away cards? There's gotta be. I was thinking that already. You're going to have to throw away cards. Yeah, what I'm not realizing in the past is the annoying thing about the card game is you can only hold 100 cards. Total. If you wanted, you could hold 100 of the same card. Like, you're stacking up duplicates. But there's only 100 different cards. So you're going to need one of each. if you wanted to collect one of each, you have to, like, do extensive card management and make sure you have no duplicates ever or you'll run into a situation where you're, like, throwing away new cards you're getting because you can't hold them. Make sure you throw away cards before... Before you hit that hundred, or when you find rare cards, you will throw them away. That seems cool. Yeah. What is that? Ah, what? <laughs> I was afraid of something like that. You left him a perfect opening, and he takes three cards back all at once. I think you might have to be too smart to play this card game, Jeff. That might be an issue for me. Well, I might be just the guy. I'm pretty smart. Fucking Christ, dude. Put that one right there. You and me. So you pull out the win. Yeah. I'm going to say right here, I think this game is better than Triple Triad. (laughs) Like, it involves lots of turns. It's thrilling. Your chances can change as it goes on. Like, I wish I could guess. Like, I don't know what makes my card stronger than his. Like, if they're both Opus, then could be a roll of dice there. I don't fucking know. I already have all your cards, old man. Yeah, but these these have different arrows. Oh, great. I'm good. He said he wasn't very good. What is this ship? What's this up-resed airship, buddy? Morid has a very conspicuous model airship that is floating up and down above his counter. Didn't this model go on sale to commemorate the building of the fifth theater ship? 
I bought it at an auction in Trino. I have money to spend these days. Do you think Trino has the slogan, biggest little city in... In Gaia? Gaia? I hope so. What I really wanted was some rare coffee. This guy wants rare coffee. I'll give it to you if you get me some rare coffee. Really? really? I don't lie, let's see. I want to try Berman, Kerman, and Mocha. Yeah, yet another side quest. Amazing. Like, everything you touch in the beginning of this game suggests to you, like, oh, if you look around the world, you're gonna find a secret. This guy wants his coffee, and it's pretty crazy how much we want to get this guy his coffee. Well, yeah, I mean, this side quest is the, the tastiest morsel to us. <laughs> there are three rare yeah, coffees in the world. If you find all of them, bring them back to me. Yes. I'm in heaven. <laughs> We're gonna find all the copies. This is the best Final Fantasy. <laughs> I mean, it, it has to be. The tragedy is, I'm just. We'll just spoil it. We yeah. never. We don't get him. We his don't coffee. get this guy his coffee. It's very upsetting to learn because we were really excited to get him his coffee. And it's one of those things where when we went back at the like end game point to clean stuff it up. It was too late. This is a side quest that like you got to do at an earlier point so than that. So this is really a warning. You should go do the coffee thing early in the game. It's if you're playing, you know, don't miss this. <laughs> this man needs his rare coffees and I for one Will not end this I game won't rest until he gets his he, rare him getting his coffee. And look at this adorable <laughs> little location. Yeah, we go to the top of this rock staircase, and there's like a weather vane and like an, a beautiful view. There's like this awesome spot to have a picnic on like a stone little circular <laughs> patio, there's and like there's like tiny little trees growing on yeah. the outside of the cliffs. It's a very a very nice Final very Fantasy nice. backdrop. Can you walk out onto the end of that? Unfortunately, I cannot. Whoop. Wait. What, what is, is that? that? What is that? What is it? I don't know, you tell it's me! It's a weather vane, you idiot! Okay, so there's something to do up here at some point. It's like the moon symbol. Maybe we need to bring him some coffee first. And then he'll be like, I'll spin the weather vane for you. And then he'll be like, whoa, I found an ether. Have it. Well, that's great. We leave Morids mm -hmm. and start making our way to the next town. Yeah. Like on the world map, there's these like concentric circle patterns like stamped into the grass. This I crop this circle like, of a skull. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. Some pattern in this town. I love that her name is Dagger. I forgot that. That's so good. Kicking ass. Being chibi. Kicking ass and being <laughs> chibi. <laughs> if that doesn't wind up being an episode title, I'll be pretty surprised. Gee whiz, windmill. So we walk into a town. Yeah, it's like a tiny little village. All of the houses are sort of like domes. So mm -hmm. there's just kind of like little domes here and there, little uh, cobblestone path that goes through it. This is the village of Dali. Mm -hmm. The BB, the inn is this way. Uh, do we have to? But I want to go see the windmill. I know, but let's get some rest first. We also need to decide <clears throat> what to do next. We're gonna go in here and I'm gonna tell you all about how I came back to my hometown dressed as somebody else and uh, then it burned down and some dark shit happened. So our party hurries off to the inn and mm -hmm. two kids like noticed something about us. They're mm -hmm. like, did you notice it? Uh-oh. Did you see that? I sure did. This begins a sort of long, convoluted series of yeah. events and active time events. We're going to do our best to parse this out, but this is going to get a little There's confusing. a lot of cutting around in this town. The village of Dolly. Melting clocks everywhere. So the little kids run off, and inside the inn, the innkeeper is asleep. Sleeping at his desk. Sleeping on the job? That's what we're supposed to do here. Oh, I'm sorry. This guy's name is Hal. 
We wake him up, and just like the little kids, he also, like, notices something about our party, but mm -hmm. he's not gonna say what, like, he's keeping it from us. Hey, I know she's cute, but it's rude of you to stare. Oh, I, I, I wasn't looking at the young lady, I was just, the room is right over there. Make yourselves at home. But he sells us the room for the night, mm -hmm. and so we go in, and... We start asking Garnet about why does she want to leave the castle, mm -hmm. and other taking stock questions. Yeah. Tell me one thing before we go to sleep. Why did you want to leave the castle, Dagger? There is a reason I must leave this kingdom. I cannot tell you why, but please. I understand. I'll get you to Lindblum somehow. So Zidane, still smitten, agrees he's going to take Dagger to Lindblum. Mm -hmm. And then Steiner, with all the impotence of like a, you know, a high school teacher who's angry at like an out-of-control class, is yeah. like, no, 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 and nobody listens to him. I've heard enough. Princess, you cannot trust the words of a thief. He may expose you to even more danger, like he did in the evil forest. It is I who protect the princess, now and forever! Then tell me, how do you intend to take her back to the castle? I will think of a way. Maybe Letterman knows. <laughs> Master Vivi. Vivi's asleep. Yeah, he missed this whole little argument. The guy was tuckered out. He was tired. But you had to go on a tirade. Well, a tirade is what made him tire. <laughs> Let's go to sleep. <laughs> so, everyone goes to sleep. <clears throat> what a beautiful voice. Who's singing? And then Zidane wakes up and he hears a voice. Yeah, sometime later some singing wakes him up. Oh yeah, dude. This game has a song. Just like oh, eight, but it's I forgot. better. Yeah, they and it's like a part songs. of the game. Oh. <laughs> the other one was a part of the game. No, it wasn't. <laughs> It was all of a sudden, and you were like, what the fuck is this song? And she hung out in our arms, and it was very romantic. I've never heard a song like that before. Was that Dagger singing? Oh, everyone's up already? I wonder where they went. Active time event. So we get hit with some active time events. Okay, so what do we have here in the active time event menu? We got One's... Vivi Confused yeah. and Dagger Tries. We're gonna pick Vivi Confused. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Vivi Confused. Ouch, ouch, what's going on? Hey, you're, are they avoiding me? Right outside the inn, little kids run away from Vivi. They're scared of him. Mm, I'm lonely. So we cut back to Zidane, who's in the inn. Yeah, we get to explore the hotel room before we're besieged by more active time events. We so find we, some more books. Yeah, we look at it, look at the books. <laughs> These books suck. <laughs> <laughs> For your reading pleasure, how to save one million gil, earn money the easy way. <laughs> Crazy money volume two. So the innkeeper is like stocking his library with all these like get rich quick books. I he's, guess he's strapped for cash. Just, yeah. But after seeing that, we wander into the next room and bam, active time event menu. It's, it's time for dagger tries. Yeah, we can see the other one. God, what a great way to explore two rooms. <laughs> yeah, what? What the fuck? Thank you, dagger tries. Now I can see dagger tries. And so this is like daggers standing out in this little cornfield where mm -hmm. there's like an old woman doing some farming. The farm is like attached to the town. Yeah, she's going to try to interact with some townsfolk yeah. without giving away her noble heritage. She's going to be all regular man. I wonder, I wonder if the castle is okay. That was quite a ruckus. Mother went too far. She didn't have to fire off the ship, even if she did it to rescue me. I wonder how many people got hurt. 
I hope the damage wasn't too severe. I would never have expected you to be able to do such a good Garnet. She's so monotone, it's not that hard. I know, but it's like... Some people could have died. So Garnet is sort of like weighing the very heavy facts of her mother's actions. Really serious. Uh, and, and the old lady like walks up and bumps into her and she, she's gonna have to try. Like evil and force. Old. You're in my way, kiddo! Get away! <laughs> oh, my apologies. <laughs> Sorry. Kids these days! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Can't you see what I'm doing? I'm killing the bugs on the crops! You're killing the bugs. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. One by one? Bugs are just like <laughs> monsters. They destroy our crops if you leave them be. Crops? God. What is crops? There's one. These fucking ooglops. Oh, an oglop. So yeah, this scene is like Garnet acting like a brand new android. Like yeah. she's never heard of farming or something. She's read about adventures. I, I know. I'm going to call this out because like <laughs> the good stuff about her character is that she's like way more competent than anyone expects her to be. Right. Haley, shut Haley, up. Haley, we're talking about Garnet. Or Dagger. Dagger, right. She's yeah. way more, like, competent and brave than anyone expects her to be. And then there will be these scenes where they play her like she literally doesn't know anything and has oh. never... Haley! Shut up! Stop! Stop it. <laughs> Please. Dagger's smarter than this. And yeah. it's stopping us from even walking out of the inn. We haven't left the inn. You're a strange one. Yes. Most girls hate Oglops. Is that so? It's just that... I haven't seen too many of them. <laughs> Wait, Zidane told me to try and blend in. Maybe I should act like I don't like Oglops. <laughs> this really just... One, two, three. Ah! <laughs> there you go. That's a great scene. I liked that a lot. So Dagger pretends to be afraid of Oglops to, you know, trick this old woman into not thinking she's the princess. We cut back to the inn and Zidane runs into a Moogle. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do the real important work here of checking the Mognet and saving. Oh, we're oh, giving Gummo this a is letter. Gummo. A letter from Moes to Gummo. Harmony Corinne's Gummo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what this is about. A letter from Moes? I don't like voice, but I'll read it anyway. <laughs> Yo, man, I got it totally iced up by some dude with wings on his back. Still <laughs> passed me by without doing anything. Of course, I couldn't say nothing because I was trapped inside the ice. He always sounds so gruff. But I'm glad to hear Stiltskin is traveling. I can't wait to hear from him, Kubo. Magnet, is that it? Okay. I want mail. Let's save, Kubo. Yes, write it in the book. And now it is forever and evermore. Until the end of time, Kubo. It keeps a book, the book in like an alternate dimension where nobody can read it. <laughs> and they all share the same book. Yeah, I think they pull it out of an alternate dimension, which oh, is just a like cat. a box. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> So we pet the cat and walk out onto the street. And where... then there's an active time event that you could look through the cat's eye. Yeah. You and can it's... see what was happening in the room right after you left it. I, I really hate that, like, you walk into a new town and you get a list of active time events that gets added to <laughs> as you keep walking around. Like, you, you feel like you're never going to be done. Well, now we're looking through the cat's eyes. Yeah, now we get to be see what the cat that we just petted is up to. Back in the room we just walked out That's of. That's right. 
Can we see the cat's eye? That cat. It's a scrawny cat. Oh, it's you. Cat runs up to the innkeeper mm -hmm. and he starts telling it all of his like problems he's having. He's financially. like, oh, it's you, the cat. I, I can't even. I don't have time he's for like, myself. I'm sorry, cat. We're fucked. We're so <laughs> fucked. What should I do? I don't want to give in to my brother, but everyone else is making money except me. <laughs> hey, wasn't that customer traveling with? I won't have to give in if I tell him. Tell him about them. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, what was that all about? the door back here. Dagger tries harder. So, so that ends. Yeah, the, it's clear the innkeeper is gonna like rat us out for money over something we're not sure what. Yeah. But but after seeing that, I'm like, well, fuck, let's go back in the inn and talk to that guy who's behind this door. And another active time and then, pops And then, yeah, up. immediately. We you get Dagger tries again. And it's not like if you walk back in there, anything different will happen. That scene, it doesn't matter. I shouldn't have gone back in. Anyway, we're cutting over to Dagger. Dagger active time event. She's, she's gonna now try in the harder. shop. She's gonna talk to more fucking people and act like an idiot. I must speak with this girl and learn how common folks speak. Welcome. Um, yes. Can we talk for a bit? Talk? What should I say? I'm from the country or show me what you're selling? Show I'm from the, the country. country. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, can't you see I'm with a customer? So Dagger's talking to the shop girl. Mm -hmm. A little kid runs in and interrupts them because he's heard something awesome. Knocks her aside. But I just heard something awesome. Awesome. Can't you see I'm working? Here's a chance to listen in on some conversation. Thanks, lady. Cute. And then, bafflingly, Zidane walks in. Yeah, to this who, active time event. I'm sorry, I thought we were in control of him and that he was back at the inn. You're thinking too hard. And we were about to explore this town and find this place on our own. Zidane bumps into Dagger. Zidane, you got a fever or something? Your face is all red. It, it's nothing. I'm fine. You're acting strange. Well, I get it. Change the way you talk. You're doing great or you still sound funny though. Zidane realizes what Dagger is trying to do and you kind of get the option of either encouraging her or like making fun of her. Uh, you're doing great. Yeah, you're doing great. Thanks. I did fine in the play, didn't I? I'm a big fan of Lord Avon's plays. I mean, I have seen them all. Lord Avon's plays, as in Lord Stratford Vaughn or uh, Stratford on Avon? Or whatever upon Avon, what yeah. What are Stratford you talking upon about? Avon. What does that mean? That's where Shakespeare was born. I think this is just a Shakespeare oh, reference. Oh, oh, it, it Lord is. Lord Avon. Good eye. Good eye. I want to be your canary. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, everybody loves that one. He's Ruby, the young lady with the strange accent. Uh, yeah. Should I talk more like her? What? No, no. She's really finicky about her speech. She always laughs at us whenever we try to mimic her. So you should just be yourself, Dagger. I understand. Alrighty. Tee hee. Ha ha. Wasn't that cute. We need to decide what to do from here. I'm gonna go look for Vivi and Steiner. Alrighty. I'll catch you later. Good. You sound just like a regular village girl. Thanks. I'll have fun. So, yeah, this active time event, like, ends with Dagger leaving, and now you're Zidane again, but you're in this item shop, which you have no fucking idea yeah. where it is. It's not like the town is big, so it's not a problem. <laughs> I just think it's horribly incongruous. But in this item shop, there's a bunch of signs that you can click on. Yeah, and one of them is about cards. Do you play cards? My theory is that the first number written on the card represents the card's attack power. I don't know. Like, the character? The third and 
forth. Do these cards just the do things on their own? Do like nobody in the world. You don't knows? go. Oh, I win now. The cards like beat each other. This person theorizes that the first number is attack power, and the third and fourth are the defense power. They, they don't, don't know what the know. second one is. This they suggests that these cards play themselves. Yeah. Like, if you arrange them in a grid, they flip according <laughs> to their own do rules. They'll do their thing. Because nobody like actually knows the rules. <laughs> anyway, the third and fourth numbers are probably defense power. I still don't know what the second character means. Imagine if this is how Magic the Gathering works. It can't work like, like that. Games can't work like this. Where like nobody knows how it ha how it works. Eve Subboard would like to play a game. That's shopkeeper Eve. Mm -hmm. She wants to play it. Yeah, I know. I want to buy some weapons. So you buy an iron sword. Yep. Yes. Can upgrade the wrists. Just getting all the stuff we don't have, because, you know, they all have abilities. That's what's great about this one. If you see an item where it's like, oh, that's worse than what I have, why would I buy that? You know why you would buy it, because it has abilities, abilities on it. Abilities that the higher level ones don't have. Yeah. Haley, are you happy to be back at it? We're playing a really good Final Fantasy, it feels like. So using our new knowledge about Tetramaster, we play Eve Subbort. <laughs> the shopkeeper. I mean, that one has a lot of arrows. Exactly. These two have numbers. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that one has some arrows. Um, and that, that's okay. Yeah, there you go. Holy fuck. Boop, 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 boop. I mean, I feel like I should take this. that the second two numbers are defense, so I, that one has 10 defense and that one has zero. I don't know, man. I mean... <sighs> I think I can see inside. Look inside. So we walk out of the item shop, mm -hmm. and then we walk right over to the inn, and there's like an exclamation point that pops up over Zidane's head, so when you hit X, he looks in through the window of the inn, and he spies on Dagger. Yeah, he can spy on Dagger. She's practicing being low class. And instead of I apologize, it's just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I appreciate, no, I should say, thanks. <laughs> But anyway, he moves on, and we have Zidane walk into the mayor's house. Yeah, and this is a house that's obviously a side quest for later. We're just like, tr everything we touch is a side quest at this stage. Uh, hello, Mayor Capu. <laughs> I'm the mayor of this village. Who are you? This guy looks just like the innkeeper. I'm busy. Please leave. Or what are you doing, summoning the devil? What, why, do you need, <laughs> why do you need such a big windmill? We're walking around town. Everyone's kind of mumbling about Vivi. Makes mm -hmm. it clear that he's obviously what caught everyone's eye when we came in here. The yeah. kids and the innkeeper. And then we find Vivi, who's pondering also deep stuff. All by himself in the corner of the town. Hey, Vivi, what's up? I was just thinking. Uh, I see. 
You met a girl. No, nothing like that. What? Don't tell me you don't like girls. I never really thought about stuff like that. I'm always thinking about girls. Well, you are 15 or something like that. I'm popular with all the ladies in Lindblom. <laughs> Come to me if you have any girl trouble, okay? Sure, thanks. Okay then, we need to decide what to do. I asked Dagger to head back to the inn. Do you mind going back there too? Sure, I'll head back. Going through this, this whole section is so clumsily paced and told. It's like, weird. We're told, like, it's time to explore the town after a bunch of cutscenes. And then cutscene, 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 cutscene. Yeah. Walk around the town, talk to Vivi. Time to go back to the inn again for more cutscenes, Vivi. <laughs> like, we <laughs> just gotta get to the cutscenes. Like, yeah, they're kind of they're a little bit, like, messy. But what we're getting is that Vivi is being noticed by the people in town. Mm-hmm. And it's making him feel weird. Yeah. So what were you staring at? Nothing. But I keep <laughs> hearing a sound like quack. Quack. <laughs> That's the sound chocobos make. That's the sound chocobos make. Is it, is it ah, like oh my god? Ah, oh my god! Ah. Are we gonna hear it? I'll Hard. see you back at the end. What are chocobos? Oh, Vivi, you chocobo? Ah! The moment Zidane leaves the screen, mm -hmm. leaving Vivi to wonder, what is a chocobo? This wonderful, <laughs> mysterious, quaying thing. Yeah. He's immediately kidnapped. Like, some dude just runs up behind him and grabs him. Everybody in town has been noticing him, mm -hmm. and now a villager has taken him. <laughs> huh? Huh? Just let Steiner be and go back to the end. Zidane decides not to look for Steiner. Right. Oh, this cat. I love that we can see through the eyes of the cat. Ow. And then we get hit with another active time event. We can see through that cat's eyes that's hanging out in the inn again. We have not walked through this town once. No. It's only three screens. <laughs> oh, the look on his face. He sent someone to pick it up right away. All I need to do now is keep quiet until the guests leave. Gotta pretend I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so we gather from this that the innkeeper obviously set Vivi up somehow yeah. with somebody Turned who him in. gave him money. So it's the innkeeper who did it. And Zidane's not seeing this. No. But you're now gonna do something as Zidane because you saw that. Well, he wanted to go back to the inn, but I'm not ready yet. What's going on here? Dutiful daughters. I'm Love. sorry, we're not open yet. I'm not ready for more cutscenes yet. This is the first town, so I'm gonna walk yeah. into the next shop. What are those strange patterns just outside the village? I'm sorry, I'm really busy right now. Do you want me to help? He always wants to help chicks. Is that some sort of a trend? 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 What are you talking about? There's already a man helping me. Zidane tries to get some info about the town and mm -hmm. the weird patterns in the grass, and she's very evasive. When he asks if he can help her, she says some man has some man's been, been helping in her. here, helping me. You can't come inside. Okay, you're right. You're closed. I'm sorry. We go back to the inn and meet up with Dagger. Where Vivi's not there, neither is Steiner. And we're waiting like Vivi's got to be back any minute. Mm -hmm. He was right behind we me. We told him to come here. I asked Vivi to head back. He should be back soon. How do you like this village? Pretty different from the castle, I bet. The kids are very energetic. There's so many things to see. I've never walked around so freely before in my life. Where are all the adults? Yeah. <laughs> I used to see them tending to the farm next to the village. Didn't you talk to an old lady? But that farm is tiny. Yeah. There's something strange going on. We'll leave once Vivi gets back. What about Steiner? 
Forget about Rusty. Leave everything to me. Meanwhile. So Zidane seems pretty unworried. He's coming up with his own plans, trying to kind of cut Steiner out, but not like explicitly. Mm -hmm. So then we get another active time event. Hooray. Yeah, it's called Queen Brawny's Steiner. Mm -hmm. Queen Brain Steiner. Oh, he's already helping her. The firewood stacking duties are complete. I await your command. This scene is Steiner helping that shopkeeper who mentioned that somebody was already helping her. It's my job to clean the bar. Why are you doing all this? Well, now that you have the time, would you introduce me to some adults like your father? My father won't be back until nightfall. All the other men are also working. They don't come here during the day. Pubs are supposed to be a prime source of information. I need to know about what transportation method people use in this village. I cannot tell you the reason, but there is someone I must escort to the castle. Are you from Alexandria Castle? Indeed. I command the Queen's Knights of Pluto. So Zidane is coming up with plans to get them back to Lindblom, uh, where, Dagger where Dagger wants to go. And Steiner is here in the shop, trying to go undercover, trying to get whatever information yeah. he can. He needs a way to get to Alexandria, and he doesn't know how he's going to do it. I am Edelbart Steiner, captain of the Knights of Pluto. Knights of Pluto? Well, if you're from the castle, I guess it's okay to tell you. Please, go to the observatory on top of a mountain on the outskirts of the village. An old man named Morid lives there. Yeah, we just met him. Takes care of the cargo ship. Cargo ship? I must make haste. So we cut back over to Zidane and Dagger. And Zidane has been regaling her with endless tales of his thievery and hoodlumness Yeah, and she bravery. seems to not be paying attention as he goes on and on about stories. Mm -hmm. As it turned out, it didn't matter that we snuck into their mansion. <laughs> but the kings were hiding something in their mansion. What's wrong? Am I boring you? Oh no, your story is very interesting. But I'm concerned about Phoebe while he's in the back yet. And somebody grabbed him. You're right, he is late. I'm not worried about Steiner, but BBV, I'm not sure about it. Let's go look for him. So we set out to find Vivi. Yeah. Starting by asking the innkeeper. Well, yeah, because I know that he had something to do with it. Yeah. I'm getting a little fed up with the pacing here because we're yet again <laughs> setting out of the inn, the only place we've fucking been yeah. since we got to town. Yeah. Hey, jerk. I know about your secret. Uh, wait, what oh, did I just shit. do? Um, shit, I just went to sleep. <laughs> something that would be very hard to do accidentally in real life. Ah, Dagger and Zidane have found where they last saw Vivi. They're investigating. They hear a sound of someone crying. <laughs> Is someone crying? I thought they might smell chocobos. I thought they, yeah, when, cho <laughs> when, when the world smells like chocobos, use carrot. Yeah, it's coming from the hole. Vivi? They stuck him in this pipe. Zidane? Vivi, where are you? Are you underground? Can you move? Oddly enough, they hear Vivi crying from, like, a pipe sticking up out of the ground. Yeah, they hear him sniffling. Yeah, they hear him just <laughs> sniffling. And he and he's just like, oh, they said I had to stay down here. Yeah, he's, like, somewhere underground. So now we know for sure something sinister is going on in this weird little town. For and we sure. gotta get underground and dig up their secrets. Pleasantville might not be so pleasant. Whoa. They told me to stay here. Are you hurt? No. 
Don't worry, we'll get you out. We'll hurry, so stay where you are, okay? Okay. What's going on in this village? There's gotta be a way into the underground somewhere. Let's look for one. Okay. Seems like such a quiet village. We'll get you out, okay, good. Quiet! So now we actually get to walk around the town. We're looking for a way to get underground mm -hmm. where Vivi is. And we walk back to the farm. Treasure. Treasure. Uh, maybe she's got to finish her chores. Kids these days. This old lady on the farm is blocking a treasure chest. Yeah, it's one of those things where we're like, someday she's gonna walk. We'll move two her feet somehow. Over. We'll... <laughs> Not today. Yeah, I don't know if I can get. This used to be a farm. Why did they destroy the farm to draw those strange patterns that look like a fucking skull? <laughs> yeah, okay, so we can't get that right now. Okay. Steiner, come back in here. No! <laughs> <laughs> just accidentally sleeping all the time. Yeah, I even managed to go talk to the innkeeper and just say yes to a bed again. <laughs> like days are passing. Vivi's down <laughs> underground. There's gotta be a way in somewhere. Let's try in here. There was like a big thing in the Oh, what the? There was a guy sitting on this. <laughs> Isn't this obvious? <laughs> and in the building next to the well, mm -hmm. there's like a hatch. We yeah. came in here before and it was blocked by a guy sitting on it. Mm -hmm. Now we can open it up. Cool. Neat. Nice. Some money. And underneath the hatch, like under the city, mm -hmm. there's almost like a little like thieves highway. There's, there's like a little <laughs> stables with mm -hmm. chocobos and there's obviously some kind of like shipping and receiving operation happening underground. Mm -hmm. This is like some Skyrim shit. Yeah. Zidane, this isn't. Or Skyrim is like this shit. Just a regular underground storage facility. What's going on? Why is it moving? Is it true that the mayor's brother found it? Zidane and Dagger are eavesdropping on this conversation and these two guys are like, why is Vivi moving? Like, yeah. what the hell is going on here? They keep calling him an it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they illuminate some more, I guess, you know, the mayor and the mayor's brother and some people in the town yeah. weren't in favor of whatever's now going they're, on down they're here. They're all on the same page but, now. you know, with the mayor's brother selling them Vivi, they're like, I guess we're all bad guys now, which is great. <laughs> I guess they reconciled. His brother's one of us now. Wasn't he on the old lady's side before? Oh, about abandoning the farm? He probably only said that because he was, like, fighting with the mayor. Who cares? We need more workers anyway. Hey, let's put this in a box. I guess the guys at the castle will take care of it. The castle? Yep. We're only in charge of production. Gotcha. While Zidane is eavesdropping, Dagger notices that there's a large barrel down there. Pattern on this barrel. There's a pattern on it that is significant to her. Yeah, and these guys are mumbling about the castle, and mm -hmm. this is all must have something to do with Alexandria. But how could it be? How could it be? How could it be? Come along now. Oh, hurry Vivi. up, the bastard. They see the guys drag Vivi out. Mm -hmm. And Dagger, like, pulls Zidane back so that they don't, you yeah, know, they rush don't into this. Yeah, they don't want to get seen. And we know that we kick ass in fighting, and we're like, just go loud, guys. But, but for plot reasons, we, like, don't want to get caught out, I guess. We could fucking Jeez, tone hey. these guys. Yeah, we really could. Pushing around this kid. What is it? Did you see the large barrel next to the shed? I've seen the exact same pattern on some other barrels at the castle. Okay. This place must have some... 
kind of connection with Alexandria Castle. I must know what it is. Okay. So please, I beg of you, don't cause any trouble just yet. Vivi's in trouble. So we continue after them, but just non-confrontationally. Yeah, we're gonna follow them down the thieves' highway. But not cause any trouble. So this is why you're in Chocobo up there. Open it and get on it. Oh, what an idiot. Zidane walks by this Chocobo that's like walled off in a little stable. Yeah, kept underground. Yeah, and you, and you pass through an archway into like this storeroom. What's this? It's shaped like a coffin. And it's basically just like a tunnel that's just stacked with a hodgepodge of boxes and mm -hmm. bags and like goods and stuff. Things that look like coffins. Yeah, obviously to be transported in and out. Shipping and receiving. Clandestine. Whoa, hello. Oh, yeah. Hey. Zidane looks in one of the barrels and a Moogle pops up. Mm -hmm. I have a favor to ask, Kubo. Okay. Deliver this to Monkey. Thanks, Kubo. This guy's name is Kubo. I think we're at the point where your camera's been running for nine hours. Yeah. It's not, it's 4.37. We should probably, because we gotta open Brett's gifts. Oh, fuck! I realize. Shit! I forgot about that. Well, we just saved. Like, should mm -hmm. we stop? Yeah, let's we stop here. We can more if you want. Let's stop here and, uh... We should open the gift. Oh, let's open the gift and record that, but this would be a fine place to pick up tomorrow morning. Man, what a shitty place to stop. Yeah, narratively, I know that's not gonna be satisfying, but hey, the batteries were running out, and we had to open Brent's gifts for the season. Yeah, we're finishing up the day. That was our save. And we just got through all the active time shit, so, yeah. you know, next time we're playing, it'll be smooth. But yeah, that's where we stopped playing for the day. We're gonna now show you what Brent got us for the season, yeah. my brother. For those new listeners, my brother always gets us some item to spice, up the, to spice up the season. Yes. Because I'm afraid this will just shut off before we do that. Right. And... Excuse me. That was horrible. <laughs> so we've got, at the end of day one of the play, our reward, our Brent's gifts. Now these were in yeah. order. Wait, I, I love this so far, by the way. This first day. Um, okay, so, oh yeah, one is, to, this to... is one and this is two. Yeah, there's two boxes and two notes that he wanted us to read. There's directions. Oh, okay, okay, perfect, perfect. Um, so we open this one first. Well, should we open the card we open first? open the card first, okay. I think. He said he wanted it to be known that he... He didn't know we were going to be filming this. Yeah, he just thought it would be a normal season. He got us these a long so, time ago. But apparently it'll be so appropriate for filming that people will... F I, I don't but know He why. just wanted it to be He wants everyone to know that know. he's tapped into the, <laughs> the psychosphere and he felt what was going to be happening this season before we even knew. Gosh. Ryan and Jeff, I have at least two gifts for you this season. Open the first now. It is a big Amazon box. That's right. I got you the next evolution of Maze Bunch. Wait, oh, I should open it now and then continue reading? I guess? No. Oh, God. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, this will be fun. So the first gift is like a marble maze, which is like a big sphere that has a track in it. Yeah. And you try to get a little steel marble to roll through the track all the way as it's you like turn it. It's like the size of a basketball, and you rotate the basketball that's clear, mm -hmm. and you try to get the marble inside of it through the maze. Like the Zelda. 3D maze. 
like Zelda. <laughs> you know, where you got to move the yeah, fucking pad and it gotta, sucks. It was it's more like Breath that, of the Wild. Good. I haven't run into that in Tears of the Kingdom yet. But yeah, that one. This would be way better than a puzzle. You know what? This will because we can like, one of us can do this and in the corner. And it'll be fun to just fuck around And with. it's going to be perfect for now that we have cameras on our exactly, heads. Exactly, because it's totally big. Oh my so God. So what we're looking at, everybody, is a ball with like a marble track inside of it and it's one of those puzzles where you got to get the ball through the the track maze without it falling off it's easy to play but it's hard to master and you grab it it grabs you yeah so here's uh, yet another level of the maze uh-huh let I me feel uh... like i'm holding the fucking lament configuration <laughs> and uh we're gonna unlock sadly they have oh so we're back to brent's letter do proved their improved improved their materials since their inception. The ball Re used to make an incredible noise. It's a bit quieter now, <laughs> but your microphone should pick it up. <laughs> okay, I'm just, just fucking around with this stupid thing. Yeah. Yeah, we had these growing up, and the sound of them they used to make was crazy, mm -hmm. just like a steel ball on hard plastic. Like if you can You'll imagine, still hear the, it, like, but it's not as intense. <laughs> yeah. Like a skateboard wheel on concrete, basically. Unfortunately, they've toned that down. The next gift is the small rectangular one. This has a surprise to it, but I wanted one and it was super cheap. So you got one too. I look forward to hearing you hit these balls, hit hit those balls and get lit with them. <laughs> what does it say? I look forward to hearing you Hit those balls and get lit with them. Yeah. So I read that right. Yeah, enjoy. Brent, if you meant to read get fit with them. Get fit with them could make sense. It could be get lit also. I don't know. I, mean, I hope he said get pretty, lit like, with them, but it word. could have been get fit with them. But anyway, thank you, Brent. Thank you, Brent. Yeah, <laughs> we well, haven't even opened the yeah, other well, one you yet. Yeah, we got to see what it is. <laughs> These are the balls. This is something. They're reflex balls for boxing. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a ball that you tie to your head and you punch it. And it can comes you back wear you. this while wearing this? You can certainly try. Oh, we're gonna have to try. <laughs> so Look at. <laughs> On the box, there's a depiction of somebody who's mastered a ball tied by a string to his forehead. It's like you are a paddle ball. Yeah, this is gonna be amazing. Oh my god. We're gonna break some shit. Oh, we're gonna break shit for uh, sure. Finally, you can jab the reflex ball with your footwork. So, here's a letter about a third gift we didn't get. Okay, read it out. Just as a little note, Ryan's camera just died from battery. Yep, that's a full nine hours of filming, pretty much exactly. I think like 9.45, yeah. actually. Yeah, He kept teasing And yours is dead now. It's dead now? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, Wow, if you're getting this, it means I was able to make your third gift, which he wasn't. He just gave us this letter anticipating he would be able to do it. It was a lot. And time sensitive. And time sensitive. If you know me, you know I love snacks. And if you know me even better, you know I love the idea of giving gifts that are... In some way in a some burden. Way a burden. I have made you this gift that is both of those things. Enjoy this 27 cubic feet of rice cream. <laughs> That was 27 cubic feet of Rice Krispie Treat. Yes, you probably shouldn't eat all of it. I just got to 
insist you do not eat all of it. It's not healthy. It's really all of those weeks of he was so tortured, he was like texting us like, guys, I think I'm gonna be able to do it again. And we were like, we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. Yeah, he had been texting us about it. Well, I mean, I gotta give props to Brent for he figured out like the engineering and the cost of Mm -hmm. what it would take. To make a rice crispy treat that's twenty seven cubic feet, three feet by uh, three feet. He also calculated how feet. much it would weigh. I think it would take like both of us to even lift it or try to. It was gonna be like incredibly heavy. Like it was gonna All be the funniest. It was gonna be the funniest. <laughs> I really wish we had a huge cube. Yeah, he couldn't get it done, but he had been thinking about it so long. He put that letter in the box like he months. Had, he had been like texting us like, guys, I really hope I could pull this off, and we were. Just- he like, told me his plans for it because to even make it, he had figured out like how thick he could make one sheet, That's and he was so going to construct like he a was going to build giant a, like solid cube. Figured of he it. would contract a company to make it. Happen. Who are you going? to I don't know. I don't know. Some bakery. Call the call the Food uh, Network. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, that was that's hilarious to even think about. So we just wanted to make sure that got into the universe—a 27 cubic foot uh, yeah. rice crispy treat. Somebody someday will make it happen for somebody. It'll be quite a burden. Why are you? It's a giant. So it's a tr- how many? How many? 27 cubic feet. He said. Feet? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy this 27 cubic feet of rice crispy treat. But cubic feet. Oh wait. So that's so, like it was gonna be like a nine cubic. It would have been like. It would have been huge. It would have been like, like here at least, right? Box. Like, what's a four by four grid in cubic? I, I don't even know how to. <sighs> Wait, no. I think it's three feet by three feet. I'm embarrassingly slow on that math. You think it's three be- feet I'm, by three feet? I, I don't even know. Be. I am not even going to no, try to totally... figure out something that complicated. It is. No, you're right. It's so fucking simple. I don't <laughs> know why we're like, no one could figure what that could out. What could it be? <laughs> yeah. I can do basic math because three cubed, guys, three cubed. That's so funny. Oh, yeah, that, that's actually easy math to do. As soon yeah, as soon, yeah, yeah. I was like, Duh. Yeah, three times three times three. But that's still fucking massive. That, massive. It would have been huge. It would have been fucking huge. <laughs> well, I guess we're ending because my camera died. And that's episode five. Day one is over. Day one down. We're well into the game. Day one of 15, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like six plus hours in. About at least. that, yeah. I think we're just about at six. And so far, it's been pretty smooth sailing. Like, we, we've got pacing issues. Yeah, that but... is like one thing is like you get interrupted all the time. Like, that last town didn't feel like exploring it because it was in such tiny chunks as right. we kept getting interrupted. Exactly. But, you know. It's still nice. Let's see what's up ahead next week. I mean, we're going to be learning some intrigue about Vivi and who he might be, as well as some dirty dealings that Alexandria has gotten up to. Well, first we're going to get in and make breakfast. Oh yeah, we might not even play. What am I talking? Uh, oh, and you've got we've got the guide. <laughs> I bring the guide. You've I got bring the, the guide. guide. And then no, we get started yeah, yeah, and we, yeah, continue yeah. we continue doing continue the on, stuff we catch with, up the... with Vivi. Uh huh. We figure out some stuff about airships and Alexandria and bad guys. We're gonna meet more black waltzes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Some other black mages too. All of that will be happening next week. All of that and more. A little bit more, probably. You never know. You don't. We don't either. 
<laughs> That's the fun of it. <laughs> oh, but before we go, let's check in with the Mognet and see if Koopo sent us any messages. Quickly becoming my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Let's call in the Mog. Haley! Moogle, come here. Come here. Haley, yes. Get up out of your sleepy state. Come Over here. there. Oh, shit. Oh, her thing, thing fell up. off. Haley, come here. Come here. Bring well, me the note. <laughs> we can't win them all. I'm attached to the computer. <laughs> so. She's not actually a Moogle. She's a dog. Josh, she's... you're breaking the Well, she immersion. works for the Moogles. They got her the... <laughs> She works for the Moogles. She, yes, that's the whole deal. Anyway, we got the message. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Mrs. Mog. She's just going to take a nap right there. She's, like, She's exhausted today from all another room. She's been walking all over the world map. <laughs> trying to, to find the right one that has the right letter. Okay, this message is from the Super Switch Club. Hey, this is an ad for your podcast. Yeah, you, the person listening to this right now. I bet you didn't even know you had a podcast, but you do. You could describe it as a retro video game book club podcast. One game is picked per season. It gets played through chunk by chunk. And for each chunk, you send in audio clips to describe your thoughts in what you played. But you're not alone. Not only is this your podcast, this is everyone's podcast. The Super Switch Club is a documentary style crowdsourced hype replay podcast where players from around the world are invited to relive the nostalgia of retro games on the Nintendo Online Virtual Library from the NES to 64-bit era and beyond. Does the world need to hear your thoughts on how BS Super Mario Bros. Lost Levels is? Yeah, actually. Mm -hmm. Fuck mm -hmm. that game. <laughs> Strap on those nostalgia goggles and let everyone know how Star Fox 64 is the best rail shooter of all time. Again, like, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about how amazing Donkey Kong Country looked back then? And also now man that's a hairy monkey <laughs> every season we call a vote to determine the next game and so far we've played through zelda 2 star fox echo the dolphin banjo kazooie and a short game boy session where we played tetris and WarioWare. what's next you could help us decide we have submissions from hyper nerds gamers who skipped from n64 to nintendo switch and old as dirt piles of dust and bones that played amiga games along with many other less insulting descriptions. <laughs> and we would love to have submissions from you, because after all, the Super Switch Club is your podcast. Check us out by searching for Super Switch Club on your podcatcher, or check out probablywork.com slash superswitchclub to see what we're up to right now. And then in uh, your, your best General Pepper impression, yell out good luck. General Pepper? Yeah, from Star Fox. You remember the... Good luck! Good luck! Like the, the he was like the guinea pig guy or whatever. The oh, the was. the rabbit. The, yeah, the rabbit. Good luck. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> well, there was also that voice. There was also when roll. you do the mission, and the voice goes, "Good luck." Maybe that's what he was. But talking. that wasn't good luck. That wasn't the rabbit. It was just like yeah, that wasn't General. Or wait, that was General Pepper. Hang on. Good luck. It, God, it's been a while. Is General Pepper? Is he the dog? I think he's the dog. That's telling. Yeah, yeah, he's the dog. He's good not luck. The, the. Yeah, he's the good luck guy because he's. You know, sending you out on... This is him. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's the one, like, telling you to, like, go to Cornelia and stuff. I, I was thinking, do a barrel roll. What the fuck is that character's name? Peppy. Peppy, Peppy right? Yeah. All right, so I forgive myself. General Pepper, I remembered as Peppy. Uh-huh. Okay. 
But good luck. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Super Switch Club. That sounds fucking awesome. It's like a Colin show for video games. That's like you're a just very gonna get cool to podcast. hear like tons of people like ranting about a little thing or saying how much they love a thing. That's I fucking love this idea. And how many times are you listening to a podcast and you're like, shit, I have something that I would like to add. Well, to and this. it's like you're a part of a club, like a book yeah, club. Yeah, it's an like actual. They said like yeah, yeah, that sounds great. They're doing interesting stuff over at probablywork.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big supporters of experiment podcasting yes. and other types of media that bring people together. This has so many things I like about it. So go check out the Super Switch Club. It's your podcast. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. If you're interested in getting a Mognet message to us, just email nocappodcast at gmail.com. The cost is $25, and we do payments through PayPal. So just email me with the subject line Mognet, and we will make it happen. It's very easy. People love the process. And we always appreciate getting them, and we love reading them. Yeah. Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Yes, thank uh, you so, so much to everybody. It means to, the world to us. I'm constantly processing how much it means to me. You know, you're the reason that the show keeps going. I say that every every episode. But it's, it's really true. true. <laughs> and if you would like to support the show in such a way, yes. head on over to patreon.com slash nocat. That's right. And uh, if you sign up for $5 a month, you get access to the video version. And all of the bonus content. And all of the bonus content we've, we've recorded over, over, the years. over the years. Yeah, that's a lot of full playthroughs of games. Mm-hmm. Other various documentaries about Jeff's childhood and um, just all kinds of stuff. I can't even remember all of it. Honestly, there's more. But yeah, if you're I hungry for more, head we on over there. Fantasian. Yeah, we played. Fa- I forgot. We played <clears throat> Fantasian know? Part One. We played Final Fantasy Tactics. We played Tactics. We played Crisis Core. We played Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah, if you can believe that. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, the Advent Children. We watched Advent. We did Children. so much. There's a lot of stuff on there. So if you're looking for more, it's over there on Patreon. And for ten dollars. We'll also send you a shirt or a mug. Yeah, you can get some merch. One of the merch. Um, But you can also get over on Etsy.com if you want to just buy a piece of merch. And if you want to support the show in another way, you can just go leave a review for us on iTunes or whatever podcast, any place you want, or Mm -hmm. even any place that receives reviews. Yep. Hell. We love having people just... Comment sections on unrelated videos. Put it all over the internet. And speaking of comment sections on unrelated videos, tell a friend. You know, every now and then I do see people posting No Cat for Life, which was our (laughs) our old... Go post No Cat for Life underneath a video somewhere on YouTube. Yeah, tell your friends about the podcast, or if you're commenting anonymously on the internet, tell your enemies about the podcast. Whatever you want to do. However you want to tell. Say the name of the podcast in public. Say our name. That'll help the show, too. Yeah. We appreciate every bit of it. We really do. Oh, also, on our YouTube channel, we have the FF16 unedited playthrough. Yes, at this point, we will have played through FF16. I I assume. I assume. (laughs) At the point you're hearing. Very likely. We haven't yet, but we're going to play when it comes out. Yeah, when this is being recorded, we haven't played it. But when you're listening to this... So that'll be more stuff that's available. And that's on YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. We also have streamed stuff on Twitch, so, you know, you can go to our Twitch. There's stuff there, too. Man. <clears throat> we got, we're all over Google it. Google us. Is it time for dessert? I think it's time for dessert. Let's have one of those mediocre dessert pizzas from our youths. What was the dessert pizza? What? Oh, it'd always just be, like, like a cookie cinnamon. Pizza? It'd be just, like, pizza oh, dough yeah. that is, like, a dessert thing. You yeah, know? They, like, like Cinestick style. Yeah, but... or just put frost. It has some kind of, like, yeah, chocolate. Yeah. You know, That's what whatever. we're having. It's never that good. It's usually at like a buffet place. 
Enjoy. Now I'm just imagining Nintendo's come out with their movies. They've all been huge successes. Mm -hmm. Generations have come and gone watching this shit. Yeah. And then they're like, what the world needs now is like photorealistic live action versions of all of them. And they do Donkey Kong. <laughs> they do the Disney thing yeah. with the movies that they're currently starting to make. No, I'm saying that they've made yeah. this is No, I'm saying know, like, like like yeah, eventually they're doing it with the movies yeah, yeah, that yeah. they're oh, making. Oh yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like but they do in it, like sixty years. Yeah, they'll do live action Mario again. Never mind.